Hi, this is Nick Riofel, former Dundee Star goalie, and you're listening to A View from Section C. Hello and welcome along to episode 26 of A View from Section C. Larzo, quite a quick turnaround for us in terms of shows, going a, a couple of days in between two shows now. Uh, usually we've got a full week or at least two weeks, yeah. um, but a quick turnaround. Yeah. Are you... Are you is your voice okay for it? The voice is okay for it. The Good. voice is okay. I'm certainly looking forward to this one. Yes, um, this, is, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, we've been we've been excited for the first the first two of our ex-player interviews. Um, yeah. Obviously, two players from last season. Um, but I think, other than this this person's agent, I think it's probably one of the only other stars player that's really went on to bigger, much bigger and better things. Yeah, um, so it's an absolute coup for us and, an, and a privilege to yeah. introduce none other than our number 19. It's Anthony Beauregard. Hey. Anthony, how are you doing? Good, yeah? Yeah, good. Thank you very much for coming along. Um, it's good to see your face again. Yeah, good to see you too. So, um, we'll just get straight into it. Um, obviously, we were going to have Nick on today as well, um, but you guys are, are absolutely swamped just now with uh pre-season stuff i saw your uh the pictures come up on and videos on on rio's uh instagram and his facebook stories of the propulsion training camp last week yeah. how was uh how was that not bad uh you know last last season i had i, I think one month for uh, for off season so uh it's, it's a little bit different this uh this year uh i came back around may i think so uh i started to train uh, around i think the 10th of may and uh it's uh <laughs> it's the life we we have uh, for hockey player during summer i think uh if if you if you want to be ready for a season you yeah. you have to train hard so it's uh yeah it's training every day uh i i try to to go on the ice at least uh, two times per per week but uh it's great it's great yeah because we know a start when when Nick was playing in Dundee, um, Nick was probably one of the most professional guys that that we'd see. The um, ultimate professional. You know, ultimate professional. He, he was the first guy that I really seen after a, after a hockey game. All the all the guys were in the locker room. They were changed. They were coming out. They've got beers in their hand, and Nick is still running up and down the stands. You know, he went on a warm down, a real warm down. Um, yeah. And, and it was something that I, I was really surprised to see because we always seen the guys coming out the locker really quickly, got the beers and up to the bar and relax. <laughs> and you look around and Nick's running around the rink. He's up and down. He, he, he went in real professional mode. Um, and that was probably, you know, he was drafted by the Flyers. Uh, and you don't get drafted by the Flyers or any NHL team yeah. if you're not going to put if you're not going to put yeah. the effort in. So yeah, it was it was really really strange for me seeing that with, with Nick. Uh so I could imagine what it's going to be like at his development camps. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he tried to teach us how to to be a, a professional, and I think he is doing a great job with us. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to play hockey for for a long time, you have to you have to take care of your body. Uh, exactly, like Nick said, you you have to you need to to be ready for everything. And uh, sometimes, if you if you need to, to take a, a cool down or whatever after a game, it's always great. And uh, yeah. that, that's what I, I like from, from Nick is, is yeah. just the, the, a guy that tried to teach us how to, how, to be, how to be a professional, but at the same time, how to, to, to be able to play hockey for a long time. Yeah. 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 So, so looking at your career kind of so far, um, obviously you're in the, the QMJHL um, and then went into Concordia uh, in the Youth Sports of the Year at Indy Fuel. Um, that's my ECHL team being a big Indiana sports fan. I think I said this to Hassie <laughs> the other day as well. Um, big Indiana sports fan, so the fuel is my ECHL following. Um, but yeah, Concordia, obviously a big history with the Stars. Uh, we played them in a pre... Actually, I think it was mid-season. Um, yeah. We played them in a friendly game in Dundee. Um, we've I still keep in touch with uh, Coach Elmont as well. Um, and also Sonch. We Phil Sonch is obviously playing for us last year and this year. Um, but yeah, we've we've discussed it with Charlie about kind of stepping up from NCAA to ECHL, you know, coming into the Elite League and stuff like that, you know, youth sports as well. It's that, you know, what's the difference in standard, you know, when, when you're going from youth sports, obviously you went into the AHL with Laval for 10 games, you know, what's that step up like from youth sports? Um, I think it's just uh about playing with with men you know when you when you play university you basically you play with people uh older than not older than 26 or almost Mm -hmm. um i think that's the the big difference you you have some guys that they they play a couple game in the nhl or uh ahl too so uh the game is faster for sure uh everybody is a little bit bigger and uh for a little guy like me, uh, he's just about to know how, how to play with those kind of people. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, sometimes when you go in the corner with with a six six foot five guy, <laughs> you need to learn. You you have to learn how to how to play. So I think that's the yeah. the biggest difference. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny you mention. Uh, you say the little guy um, because. Mr. Combs was telling us on the podcast a couple of weeks ago that that was his nickname for you was the little guy. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we met uh, in Wichita, and uh, I think the first day he, he came with us uh, it was just we have basically the same size, so uh, every practice we we try to to hit the the biggest guy on our team. So uh, me and Charlie, that's that's where we everything started almost yeah we, we tried to not to beat the, the the biggest guy but we tried to battle with those guys <laughs> and um yeah charlie right now it's it's uh, uh i saw that he's going somewhere else but uh he's still one of one of my best buddies yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. charlie's charlie's made the move to denmark for this yeah, season yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, so it's a great move for him uh, it really is um for, for us, he lit the league up last season for us. Um, he actually, he reminded me of yourself, the way the two of you guys play the game. 
as you say. Yeah, you know, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've got the size. You, 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 the two years are quite similar build. You play the game very, very similar, as you say. Um, and I think maybe the difference for Charlie last year was Charlie had Kyle Haas behind him. So Kyle was able to look after Charlie every yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie, Charlie did Charlie things, shall we say. <laughs> Yeah, um, you say that, you know, he likes to pick on the biggest guy and um, it's the guy, Matt Register. I don't know if you know him. Um, yeah, yeah, I played so, against him. Uh, yeah. Good star, yeah. yeah, so Matt obviously played in Cardiff last season and every game, Charlie would be the one that kind of pairs off with him if something yeah. kicks off on the ice. Yeah. You're yeah, like, Charlie, look, look at the height. <laughs> yeah. He said that yeah. He said that was a Wichita Allen Americans thing. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, and uh, we we had some good time in which you know we had uh, a big guy Gagnon. He played in uh, Manchester. He played in uh, yeah. Nottingham too. Uh, yeah. So it was kind of the same thing, the same situation. Uh, every time me and Charlie, we we went for a little battle with a, a bigger guy every every time Gagnon <laughs> came in. And so th that's nice. When when you're a small guy, you have some bigger, like, biggest guy on your team, it's always nice. You can you can do some things that you're not allowed to when you don't have uh, those guys. So Yeah. Yeah, I could only imagine um, yourself if you were in, in last year's team with with Charlie and that, yeah. and having Kyle Haas behind you, that yeah. there could have been a lot more incidents on the ice if that was <laughs> the case. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so you had an, another kind of year at ECHL with Brampton before coming to the Stars. Um, you know, at that point, you no, know, were you, you know, how how did obviously coming to the Stars would have been with through Nick, um, but how did you first get in with Nick as your agent? And then how did the move to the Stars come about? Um, I had a tough season in Brampton. I didn't play a lot. And, um, you know, sometimes you, you just need a little change. And um, that's what happened. I think after Christmas, Nick just called me. And uh, I, I basically, I, I know him. Uh, I know Nick since, uh, since I'm young. Uh, my father played a little bit hockey with, with him and, uh he played major triple in uh in my hometown so okay. uh already i i knew nick and uh when he he calls me and uh after christmas he just we, we were just talking about life and uh after after the after the the tough time um i was like i, I just need a small change i i don't care what it is i mm -hmm. just need something that maybe gonna start my my season on the good note and um i changed for nick since that uh i'm, I'm really happy uh, i can talk to him every day uh, every yeah. time something every every time something's went wrong or whatever i i call nick and um i think it's, that's the biggest uh change in my life um and right now like i said i i'm really happy yeah, I think I think that's the thing with 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 Rio was like like my dad says he was he was the ultimate professional, but he was you know he was he was still quite young when he signed for the Stars, but he was he felt like the dad of the team anyway. He felt like the family guy of the team, you know, Carol Ann and and the kid was here and 
obviously went on to have another child and stuff. And it was just like he was there to nurture everyone, and he was the guy that everyone went to, the cool, yeah. like the, the calm, level-headed guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, totally, I could totally understand that. Um, but you know, your time in Dundee came. Um, it was a relatively kind of up and down season. Um, but you know, how did how did you feel? You know, one from a personal point of view, how did how did you feel your season went? And you know, about the team and stuff. Well, it was great. I mean, it was one of the best season I had with uh, with all the the people in the room and all the uh, all the organization or whatever. Uh, they, yeah. I really felt for once that uh, they were my family almost. Um, every day off, we we were at least five or six guys together. Uh, we went for golf. We went for uh, for every activities mm-hmm. and. Um, that's what I wanted that time of my, my career. I think, yeah. uh, I, I move, I move overseas a little bit younger, but that's what I wanted. And, uh, I mean, like I said, all the guys in the in the room were, were great to me. Uh, and I think that's why, uh, I had so much fun to, to play in Dundee. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Oh, you go, you go. As we say, you know, you you say you had that kind of family. You felt like it was a family and stuff. And I think if that's one thing that I think nearly every player says about Dundee. Yeah. You know, you've the with it being such a family club. You know, it's own it's owned by the wards, and the yeah. wards are all close. And the wards are close with the team. The wards are close with with uh, with Pash. Um, obviously now, uh, Jeff Mason. You know, it's that kind of closeness which keeps it together. And obviously, fans. Yeah, you know, the the fans are all close as well, um, and they try to be as close to the team as possible. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like I said to everybody, when you when you go there, it's yeah, it's important to to have some good results about hockey. But outside of hockey, I think all mm-hmm. the fans are great. Uh, they they're still talking to me when I when Nick posts something about uh, about hockey. They they always comment or whatever. So. Uh, that's that's why I, I think Dundee it's it's more like a, a family club. It's it's yeah. more like uh, everybody's gonna be with you uh, when it goes wrong or whatever. They're gonna be there for you, and uh, it's kind of it's kind of suck that we were not able to to finish the season we had um, and the COVID the next season. Yeah. That, but yeah. I still have some great memories about Dundee and. Uh, like I said, it, it's it was one of the the, the best year I had. Yeah, because COVID when when COVID came in, um, that that was probably a big disappointment because it, it just I think it scuppered everybody's plans for 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 that whole year. And I think at that point, I think that was when you'd made the decision probably to go back. I think did you go back to the ECHL for a bit again? Um, and I take it that was just because of COVID. You had to go and play someplace. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was talking with Nick, and um, I didn't want to stay home for all year. Uh, when you when you you are a hockey player, you want to play hockey, and um, that's other option overseas. But uh, you know, with COVID, I I didn't want to to go somewhere overseas that I'm not able to come back when the the yeah. COVID is gonna be there. So that's why I I make the move to to came back to. To the east coast and uh 
uh, after the season I had, I, I'm pretty happy that I did the move. But uh, for sure, if if you give me the choice to go back to Dundee or go to the ECHL, I, I will be back in Dundee for sure. But uh, that that's the life, you know. You you never know yeah. what's gonna happen. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's good to hear. So I hope Coach Mason's listening now. Right? That <laughs> yeah, Anthony Beauregard wants to come back to Dundee. <laughs> we, we, we can always uh, we, we we can always speak to Laval and maybe make a little trade here. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> we can send a couple of players over that way. So uh, maybe the Comets guys send send some Comets guys over for some yeah. training camp, and uh, we'll, take, we'll take Bull back. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, like you say, you know. Um, you re- we read it in the press release that you are you are one hundred percent coming back that that COVID season or well, the the year COVID hit big time and then obviously it was yeah you better go and explore other avenues because we're not going to have any kind of professional sports playing uh, at this time. Um, but going back to ECHL, you you know we we tend to, stars fans tend to follow the fan favourites when they go back to clubs, to other teams. Um, you know, we'll certainly be doing it with Charlie. Um, we've all done it with yourself as well. We, we've always kept an eye on it. Um, so going to Wichita, um, big point production season as well. Um, it was great to see. Then on to Switzerland. Um, so how how did the move, you know, what was the thought process of going from kind of North America back to back to Europe? It was pretty pretty quick, uh, you know. When you when you want to go overseas, you you have to you have to take some early decision, and uh, that's what happened with me. Uh, we we were maybe we had maybe ten games left in the season, and Nick uh, calls me uh, about Switzerland, and um, I had to to make my decision maybe two days after. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you think about it, Switzerland, it's always a, it's always a place I wanted to play f- once in my life, um, with the, with the money and all that stuff. It, it's yeah. pretty good. So yeah. it was pretty, pretty quick. I, I didn't look at the AHL contract or whatever. When, uh, when Nick told me about the Switzerland, um, I was like, all right, we're going to take it and we'll see what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not it's maybe not the season i wanted but it's it's a life experience and um, yeah. Uh, yeah i'm happy that i i did it and again yeah. you, your, your points production in switzerland seemed quite good yeah maybe not like uh, i wanted but when you when you think about it i i played hockey for almost two two years in a row i had a month uh, for just relaxing and um not thinking about hockey, so maybe that's why I had uh, I had a season a little bit tougher. But um, I mean, I'm I'm still happy of what I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah it's it's something that Charlie said as well. Is as a hockey player, you you want to try and see as much as possible. Um. So obviously for him, he came to Scotland. He's been able to see that. He 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 then. Has went to Denmark. Um, I think he said his brother has has played in in various countries in Europe as well. And it's if if you come over that once, it's you want to try and see as much as possible. Because um, as we spoke with Kyle Haas, hockey is not your career forever. You know you'll no, get to a point where you need to stop and you need to get um, a, you know a, another type of professional job. So you want to see as much as possible. You want to try and play as much and as, as 
far as possible. Um, but Switzerland going back next big league again, AHL Laval. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, after after the season this year, uh, I wanted to, to try another another time. I, I know I'm gonna play uh, at 27 years old next year, so it's it, it's kind of my last chance and um, uh, and be able to play close to my family friends is gonna mm-hmm. be special for sure. Uh, my family came in Switzerland this year and it was the first time they saw me maybe uh in four years so okay uh it's something that uh i can't wait i mean um play in front of my family my friends uh be there for christmas it's all those things that make me take that decision and uh Mm -hmm. we as a hockey player you never know what's gonna happen and uh if i if I'm doing well, I might stay in Laval for all year. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. That's why yeah. I, I try to, to train hard during the uh, the off season. It yeah. sounds it, it it sounds like you're you're certainly looking forward to it, as you say, because you'll have family and friends closer now than what you've probably ever had uh, as as a professional. That is, to be honest with you, um, and Laval, yeah. Next step, Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, I mean, he, he, as a hockey player, we always believe that uh, at the NHL, but at the same time, I know I, I'm getting old. And uh, if it's not in Montreal, I hope it's gonna. I'm going to stay in Laval for, for all season. So, yeah, I know. I know yeah. better, but... <laughs> Anthony, he wants, you, he wants you to go and play for the Senators. Don't yes. do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get the... Get the trade to Belleville first. Um. <laughs> like I said, as a hockey player, you never know what's gonna happen, and uh, I just want to take my last chance, and we'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll see the what the future will will bring me. Yeah. yeah, and as we say, we we'll, we'll always have you back in Dundee. Um, there'll always be an open roster spot there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, exciting things going to HL. As I said, it's um, you know, it's it's the league before the show. Um, and there's not many people we as as Dundee fans can say that we've saw one of our guys go on to that level and potentially go on to bigger and better things. So, yeah, it it was an absolute privilege to watch you play in Dundee. As as my dad said, very same style as as Charlie. We absolutely loved it. Um, I think all the guy. I think I've said this to every guy that's came on the show recently. It's playing for the logo in the front rather than name on the back. Um, yeah. And yeah, and that's and that's what we love to see, you know, and we have we saw that with yourself, and it was it was great to watch. So, by all means, yeah, if you want to come back, we'll we'll get Jeff on and <laughs> get him to get Definitely. get him to give Nick a call, and <laughs> we'll get that sorted. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like this could be the second GoFundMe now. So we've got yeah. a GoFundMe for Kyle has to come back. We've now got a GoFundMe for Anthony Borregard to come back. but um yeah you know Bo kind of what's if you had a like a a message just to give to the Stars fans are obviously listening in um you know before it was Covid hit you couldn't really give them that message before going off you know what would you want to kind of say to the guys and and the girls that are listening I mean just stay as 
just stay like you you were with me. I think every every player wants to to be liked by the by the fan, and um, they were there for me since the the first day I, I came in Dundee. So uh, just stay with the team, and uh, maybe you don't know how it's important for us to to have the fans be behind us and uh when the when the, the arena it's full it's uh, it's always a pleasure to to play in dandy so um just just try to to stay with the club and uh i know i know every guy in dandy is gonna battle hard every night and uh that's that's how the the, the team wants to to be created and um yeah like i said just just try to to stay humble stay stay with the team and uh I, I I miss those those kind of fun uh, last year a little bit. Uh, so exactly like I said, it's it's just try to 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 stay with the the, the players. The players will like you, the the fans for sure. So. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I bet I bet you Laval don't have a chant just for you. No. They <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, what? <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, it's it's one thing we always, you know, the fan base always tries to do is, you know, keep the players going. Um, it was spoken about so many times last season when we were trying to come back from our our COVID break. You know, we we had to isolate for twice. I think it was nearly two weeks. We had yeah. to, the team had to isolate yeah. for. So, yeah. um, you know, they always said that that we literally are that extra skater on the ice for them by giving them the energy and they feed off it. So. Yeah, um, it's good to hear that from kind of past players as well. That it 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 must be true that every every stars team has fed off energy from the crowd. So yeah, um, sure. so fans, you heard it from from Mister Beauregard. Stay loud this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tony, thank honestly, thank you so much for coming on. Um, it, it you know we we really wanted to have a chat with yourself after being away for a couple of years and not really getting to say goodbye to the fans um you know and obviously going to the hl we wish you all all the best for next season thank um, you thank you guys yeah maybe not too much so we can get you back ourselves yeah. but yeah. just just a little bit yeah um i, I must admit, yeah. i must admit have you, have you had the choice of going to montreal or dundee i think i'd maybe let you go to montreal <laughs> I mean, maybe 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but no. I, I could I could only reiterate what what what, uh, what Junior said, Anthony. It was a pleasure seeing you playing in Dundee. Um, the logo on the front meant a lot more to you than the name on the back, um, and we really really hope that you get there. We really do. We'll certainly be watching what goes on with Laval. Uh, yeah, and yeah, you might be twenty seven, but you've still got it, and you might still get there. <laughs> thank you, thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's it, folks. That's that's this week's episode. A, a short, short and sweet one this yeah. week. Um, we're gonna. It's gonna be extended next week when um, seniors' friend from the Sheffield Steelers comes on. Um, who'd have thought that? Um, but yeah. yeah, again, thanks to Tony for coming on the show. Uh, thanks everyone for continuing to listen, and we will see you all next week. Okay, thanks, Anthony. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Don't you know-